Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family. Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's 90G-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi. Everybody's here. We're here. We're not here together. It's gobble, gobble, gobble week. Please don't ever say that or do that with your neck again. I don't mind it, actually. Oh, God. You're a cute turkey. Um, Yeah, it's Thanksgiving week. And this is our our third episode, right, of 90210MG? Yeah. How are we doing, sis? Are we, we we're doing great. <laughs> she looks I mean, very relaxed. No, cuz you you're the expert at this. This is new for us, so we need to know like how how do you think we're doing? 
I think we're doing Are people good. having fun? I I'm liking it. Yeah. And yeah. how did you guys like watching back episode two? Oh my goodness. I I was like, wait, it's over so fast. It went by so quickly compared right to the did. pilot. Compared that, to the pilot. Uh, when it was over, I kind of be- wanted to binge and like keep going, but I waited. <gasps> you wanted more of your own show. I did. But <laughs> That's I a good didn't sign. I waited for everybody else. I didn't want to, you know, be ahead of the times. My <laughs> husband is watching this with me for the first time because he didn't see it mm-hmm. when it first aired. And so he's trying to just like kind of like get a grasp of everybody. So he's like, so... Dylan's like a bad boy, but like he doesn't live in a house. Like he lives in a suite. <laughs> Wait, so is it holding his interest? I'm very curious. It really is. Yes. <laughs> Good. Of oh, I'm very happy right now. Yeah, I'm so glad it's... he's doing that. That sounds so cute. What a. I like that. Wait, now why? No, okay. Is it because he's younger that he didn't watch it for, around the first time or because he's a boy or. Both. He's I think I'm mixture of both. Yeah. He's two years younger than me, so I'm robbing the cradle. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think he was you just cougar. younger. <laughs> Such a cougar. <laughs> That's glad. I'm glad you're watching. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, there Stop are the nails. with the nails. You guys, you can't see her right now, but let me just be your eyes right now. Tori looks radiantly beautiful. She's all gussied up, well lit, beautiful lipstick on, and she's got these nails, like fancy lady nails. Are they fancy lady nails? Or they're, I mean, all the kids are wearing them. I mean, hello. Have you watched Instagram? Like all the like millennials have these long nails. I just never had right, nails so because wh- I have why to do change have like a poopy diaper. And uh, I don't want to like cut his balls off or anything. With nails. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, they're so <laughs> aggressive. But we get it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I put mittens on to change them. But uh, I have these long nails because I'm playing a character that's supposed to be a MILF. So she What's would have that? like these mother and I'd like to <laughs> fart. <laughs> mother I'd like to ass. Uh, it's my kid's favorite thing. They're like, mom, mom, tell everyone the character you're playing. And I'm like, okay, I'm playing Shoshana, a 40-year-old. I just like that it's 40 because I'm 47. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Shoshana, 40-year-old, blonde, Jewish, MILF. What? Okay. I know. What do you mean? You're, I you're know. both MILFs. I know how excited you are to be playing a MILF deep in your Hell heart. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm excited because I get to uh, wear makeup, wear my hair, and dress and wear these fancy nails, all these Which, things that she would never let me do if we were together. That's not true. It's just the nails. It's the it's the nails. They're, they're, they're long and they're flashy <laughs> and I don't care for them. She doesn't like when I'm flashy. She doesn't like when I'm gussied up. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you gussied up it's just the nails they creep me out we can move on uh, i'm gonna wear these nails back to la and oh and scratch your back I'm they literally just give me everywhere. like he be, i get the shibs when i think I'm about gonna, it i'm gonna scratch ah, no don't touch my hair <laughs> <laughs> oh but you do you look real pretty thanks so do you before we got on here, um, you guys were discussing, uh, was it a picture that you guys were looking at from the past? No. Or, what, what? <laughs> well, no, because it, it started with, I think I sent you this week, like three pictures of you and I from the internet or from some feed <laughs> that I saw. I like messaged them to you and said, uh, we have a problem. We're starting to look alike. 
<laughs> oh my god, you guys. Okay. So first of all, she DM'd me. Oh, is that what it's called? Wow. My, my best friend slid into my Instagram DM <laughs> and was like, have you? No, you were like, look, you showed two pictures. Like one we were younger and then one now. And you were like, uh, do you think we're starting to look alike? And I was like, wow, dead on. Good call. I got it like midnight. So I DM'd you back. Yeah, You're morphing into each other. But that reminds I mean, me. That reminds me of the other oh. picture that you sent me. So we went to Israel for 24 <laughs> hours. 24 okay. hours. To, this was like a, a year ago. No? Yeah. Yeah. To do a campaign for uh, a kid's brand, clothing brand, which was a really cool commercial that we filmed. We literally flew 15 hours. I think it was 15 hours. Got off yeah. the plane, went to the hotel, slept, got up, went to a soundstage, filmed, got on a plane, and went home. Wow. That was our entire trip. And uh, they had us done up all fancy. And we took a picture in the elevator, I think, right before you we went to the airport <laughs> to come home. <laughs> we thought we looked really good. We Did we think we looked good or did we think we looked... No, I felt really like I looked good. Like these Israeli artists just did some magic on me and they made me look good. Yeah, so you're like feeling did, yourself. Okay, okay, yeah, wait, they wait, wait, tied... I got to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Was it me or you that had it? Listen. Okay, so you guys, okay, no, 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 this is even better. So we arrived there after this 15-hour trip, and we get there, and they're like, oh, Jenny Gart, Tori Spelling, 90210, everyone's so nice. And they just kept bringing us sushi, and we're like, well, we want to try, like, your food. And they're like, oh, sushi, because in Hollywood, you guys eat sushi. And we're like, well, oh, we that's really sweet. want sushi in Israel. Oh. But they were so nice. Mm -hmm. And then I sit down in the hair chair first, and they were like, okay, so uh, so I we're can't. just going to go underneath and we're going to make these tight braids to pull your face back under your hair. <laughs> what? And I sat there and I'm not going to lie, my, t my eye teared up, just one. And I was like, oh, man, I look bad. Like, I'm looking really old if they got to do that. And then they're like, no, 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 no. We do this with everyone, even like young models. And they brought and they did it to Jen, too. So I felt a lot better. Mm -hmm. And they yeah, it hurt like a motherfucker. So they goes like yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, they, they medicate you and do this to your hair all at the same time. So we, but we were like, whoa, this looks good. Yeah, we looked like we'd had, just had, I don't know, some crazy Like a facelift. Crazy. facelift. Our whole yeah. faces were like pulled and it hurt so bad. But uh, we were like, oh, we've heard of this. Like Hollywood actresses, they mm -hmm. used to like tape their faces back in right. the day in the 50s. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. So we were thinking we were looking really good. We were taking pictures and posting. And then uh, may I say what the first <laughs> comment was? <laughs> may I? Yeah, go ahead. Did Jenny Kurth have a facelift? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then time. she got mad at me and she was like, I knew it didn't look good. I was like, I think you look great. We, we just both looked super <laughs> pulled. Uh, yeah, I couldn't even close my mouth, I don't think. They were making comments about both of us. And anyway, I love that picture still. So, later, <laughs> so going back to later that day, <laughs> I stand by it. Going back to later that day, uh, we had a picture side by side. And then I think you brought it up. Hmm. I did? Yeah. I brought up that w there was a striking re resemblance to some people that I was thinking of. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you were right. See, you do have a good memory. Someone did mention it on 
on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You were right. We 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 look like um, hot chicks. Is that what it was called? Oh, white chicks. White we chicks. Like white. Yeah, the Wayans oh. brothers. Were the, yeah, in white chicks. The Wayan brothers when they are in makeup to look like uh, white women. women. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now that you say it, though, now, I can Every time I look at you, now that's you what I think. It? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Every time I look at myself, I see it. Like, oh, it's bad. So then I mocked up a picture of our faces from that shoot on the poster of Marlon and Sean Wayans from White Chicks. Oh, this And is good. if you're lucky, I might share it with you, sis. Oh, my gosh. That's we actually so decided funny. we were going to post it. We were all riled up couple glasses of wine and then we didn't post it yeah but, we, we, th- we rethought that what a crazy <laughs> yeah. trip though it was 24 hours but it was fun we had so much fun on our flight oh. and it was just like we were first you class slept it was so time. nice yeah i had a good 18 hours of sleep or whatever it was and you sat there biting your real nails because you didn't have those hideous fake nails then you were biting your real <laughs> nails and you were like playing on your phone and asking for more champagne the entire yeah. 18 hours. Every time I woke up and glanced over at you, you were doing the same thing. Are you a champagne like, drinker on flights? I'm just a terrified flyer, and she okay. knows that. And here's the thing. I'm so <laughs> scared of flying that there's very few people I will fly with in this world, and she is one of them. Yay, me. Um, lucky you. Mm-hmm. Um but it's really hard because she runs the gamut of like on one side, she's very nurturing and she'll hold my hand during takeoff. Aww. And then on the other side, she's just like, OK, now I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to do my thing. And <laughs> bye. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Don't go to sleep. Hang out with me. I'm no, scared. I'm a tough lover. I believe in tough love. Yeah, it works. Mixed with, you know, like a softness. But so I, she went I to sleep that. and I had to eat like all the chips and candy packets on the flight. Remember you woke up and there were just wrappers everywhere. I literally yeah. ate everything. Like, the I raccoon. Know what else to do? It was yeah. a really long binge. <laughs> did you guys get to travel a lot with uh, Beverly Hills downtown? I know that you you went to. Did you actually go to Paris, Tori, for those episodes? I'm jumping ahead. I did not. That was no. on the back lot of. No, you're killing my dreams. It? Universal. Yeah. Oh. It actually, I, I actually thought Jen you guys traveled flew a lot, there. though. There, there were trips. Where were the trips? You, you went to Israel. Oh yeah, yeah. We went. Uh, I and Gabrielle, myself, and Parker Lewis can't lose. But for pleasure, for some reason, Not <laughs> went for the on show. a tour of Israel for Corn Beverly Hills 90210. No, it was for Fox, and I think he had a show on Fox at that time, so oh. that's why he was with us. But yeah, we went to Israel. We need to take a break, and then we should get into uh, the episode. And dissect it. Oh, we have Ready. wine. I see wine. the wine. It's All wine right. time. It's rewatch time. <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll come back. Zip is the world's first app connected at home beauty device. It uses nanocurrent and microcurrent to deliver skin that gets better every time you use it. Zip syncs with an app that's available for free in the App Store and the Google Play Store. You have to select the treatment you want on the app, send it to your Zip device, and Melody will guide you through the rest using easy-to-follow instruction videos on the app. She's with you every step of the way. A favorite of beauty insiders, makeup artists, and celebrities, the device that's been deemed worth the splurge by Allure, Refinery29, and more is the brainchild of Melanie Simon. She performs the holy grail of facials, 
and has brought decades of skincare expertise into the creation of Zip, which has received thousands of five-star reviews since its launch. Okay, this one sums it up pretty well. Single best skincare product out there. Are you with me? This device does it all. Using the Zip app, you will have access to all Zip's preventative and restorative treatments, including those designed to lift and sculpt facial contours, diminish the look of fine lines and wrinkles, erase dark circles, acne, pigment, and more. Oh, I need all of that. They rarely do discounts, but they gave our listeners one. So here it is. Use code 90210 for 20% off site-wide at zipbeauty.com. That's zip with two eyes. Zip. One device, unlimited facials, endless results. Sign me up, sister. Mm-hmm. You guys are being hesitant to... To get back into this episode only because it was Luke Perry's first appearance on the show. And we can't speak about him and uh, without addressing the obvious. And yeah, I could imagine that's really hard for you guys. Yeah, that's what we were just kind of trying to um, Navigate. figure out mm-hmm, how we wanted to go about talking about this. Because, yeah, this is Dylan's first episode, so... Luke Perry's first episode of Beverly Hills 90210. And um, that was a pretty exciting thing for everyone, I think, not just for those of us that got to work with him, but it was a big deal. Like Mm -hmm. Dylan McKay was a big, big deal in the history of like television. And it's a hard thing because as hard as people probably think it is for us to navigate talking about Luke publicly it's still hard for us to talk about him privately and figure out how to do it and because it still doesn't feel real right Mm -mm. yeah I mean it's this is honestly the first time I've talked about it with a microphone rather than just like to you personally Mm -hmm. and privately but it's just really hard. Yeah, I, I, I still don't accept it <laughs> in a weird way. You don't have to. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's seeing this episode, I definitely felt it takes you back to the moment and mm-hmm. you almost are into it and you mm-hmm. feel like you don't have to accept that he's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just get to experience it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely tricky. That's why I, when I said I, you know, I watched the, sh- the show back and I thought when it was over, I was like, wait, I don't want it to be over. I want to keep watching it because I felt that like, you know, like he's right there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you guys can tell we had a lot of love for him and um, it's a hard thing to navigate. I guess none of us ever thought we would get to that point where one of us would be gone that's not something you think about in life and until it happens to you, you know, your best friends from high school, like everything. And then it's part of life. It starts to happen. And until you're in that moment and you hear about others, you just can't relate until it actually happens to your group of best friends. And then you all just feel like, whoa, like what, what just happened? Mm -hmm. You just feel that emptiness. I know when we did, 
BH90210 when we first got together for the first promo shoot. Remember that moment? Oh my gosh, it was heartbreaking where Ian slipped and he said we were waiting for all of us and we were we count, you know? It's like yeah. when you have kids and you count your kids and there's there was always eight of us and you count and um Ian turned around and said where's Luke? And then I just saw him catch himself. Ugh. And he turned away and I could just see his heartbreaking and he started to cry and it, it was what we were all thinking though like he was just not there and it, we we didn't feel complete and we still don't as a fan we don't either I didn't want to accept it when I heard the news either so I can only imagine how you guys feel yeah I'm sure that you know as hard as it was for us it was equally hard for a lot of people out there especially his beautiful kids and his yeah. wife yeah. just really unfortunate and all the fans just to see how much it impacted people on such a that part felt good because mm-hmm. he had such an impact on the world he really did and um and although they never got to see the behind the scenes the view into him that they did see, they nailed it. Like he was just as special as they all thought he was or wanted him to be, even more so. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Dylan McKay's first episode. Yeah. Yeah. He, was he originally just supposed to be in like the first few episodes? Was he casted to be a regular or? I think not i think in the beginning it was just a one-off right or maybe a few episodes but he wasn't going to be a i don't remember the show are you sure yeah i think that i uh, i remember i was told that fox wasn't like sold, sold on they the weren't idea. sold on his on the fictional character of luke or of Dylan. of him at first right yeah well i know that and this is again just from my memory of the behind the scenes from my dad's perspective. Mm-hmm. So it is might not have been how it went down, but from my memory there, they definitely felt like there was a lack of uh, the bad boy. They wanted that, you know, mm. squeaky clean Brandon Walsh, you know, <laughs> jock Steve Sanders. Um, right. David Silver was the young kid. Nerdy guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like there was, you know, where's like the hunky, mysterious bad boy? Um so I remember, from my memory, they uh, they were testing people. So that makes me think it was more than just a few episodes. And mm. I remember my dad on a phone call, and he was really, really upset. And of course, I was listening, trying to, you know, see what was going on. <laughs> and they said, we want to look at other people. And he was like, this kid, like Luke Perry, he's it. This is who mm-hmm. I want to cast as Dylan McKay. And they weren't sold. And um, he said, he's coming in to test for you. And they said, well, you can't bring one person in to test. Now, when you come in and test at a network, they always have choices because you have to give them choices, A, B, and C. And you have to be committed that whoever they choose, you're okay with casting. Um, and he said, I'm bringing one guy in and that's it because he's the guy. And they said, we're not comfortable with that. And I remember my dad, and this is so my dad's personality. He said, well, if you won't cast him, then I will, and I'll pay for him myself. Wow. And um, that was it. 
your Could dad's a smart man. I mean, could you I imagine? imagine I, wish we had, I wish we had that power. <laughs> I mean, That's just it. in the first episode alone, when you meet Dylan McKay, you yeah, he's the bad boy. He's gorgeous. I mean, the mm-hmm. camera loves him. But then you feel for him because you see that disconnect that he has from his parents. And yeah. then you like you have you, it's, it's, you have the full 360 of emotions when it comes to this character. I couldn't imagine yeah, I mean, Luke kicking is off such this series. A really of the earth human being like you that character you saw a lot of who Luke Perry really was you know a lot of what they were very similar in their makeups Mm -hmm. and because with Luke you just you loved him the minute you met him and you, you were just engaged by his you know charisma but it was not like over the top it was just like this really calm easy vibe that he would get off to everyone and I think that Dylan did that too and that's why America and and the world fell in love with him he was he made everyone he talked to feel special but it was genuine Mm -hmm. he's the only one out of all of you guys that I got to meet really Um, yeah how's your experience we like to hear it so I met him about um I don't, when I first started with Ryan, when I took over on the morning show with him, and he, it was probably a year or two in, and he was promoting Riverdale, and uh, and then he came in, and I basically told him how he was my first crush, and I had his posters on my wall, and I had his, I told him I had his Barbie doll, and he got a little, he was like, it was an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, it was just such an honor to meet him, and you're right, like, it, he was just as lovely in, in person is sometimes you meet famous people and you're like you have this idea in your head of like who they are and then you meet them and you're disappointed or you're let down and it was just not the case with him never meet just... your heroes they say <laughs> I know but he was just he so was lovely. that one you wanted to meet absolutely yeah. he was so gracious and like giving of his love and time mm-hmm. to all the fans like that mm-hmm. was one thing that working such a hugger of, yeah he would hug everyone and he just cared so deeply about everyone yeah. The only thing different about him and Dylan, I think, is mm-hmm. humor. Like, oh, really? he, <laughs> he was hysterical and never minded, like, making himself the butt of the joke and just, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he certainly was a character. Do you have a nickname for you? Um, he just called the me Jen. The one that you can say? No, he just called me Jen. You fibber. But he, I don't know. I was there ever know. anything there? You had one. I had one, but I feel like he had this cute name for you, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, he he called me Camel. <laughs> camel? <laughs> he, called, he called you is Camel? That, is that cute? Are we happy with that nickname? <laughs> well, it was, it, was, it was better than Brian. Brian used to call me Lamb Chops and Chewbacca. <laughs> so... <laughs> Why do you have all these names? They're so extreme. I know. And when you're a 16-year-old girl, like none of those names make you feel good. <laughs> and Brian used to call me Lamb Chops because he said I had so much fur right here. Like, oh, my God. Your face. Peach yeah. fuzz. Again, peach fuzz. Peach fuzz. It's but natural. Again, but as a teenager, that's like, ah, uh, like you don't want a boy to tell this you that. Is- this is this Listen, is what this happened. Is, this is stuff that you never get over. When we did BH yeah. 90210, I made a point of telling. He didn't even. He was like, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "He's like, 
that was just like it was cute and i was like it it scarred me so bad yes <laughs> um probably because i liked you but scarred me so bad that I now, when I did BH9 on Toronto, I was like, want to feel my face? I was like, my whole face has been threaded. You should wouldn't oh, let it go. Thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't let it go. But that's and Chewbacca. He would go, or whatever Chewbacca did. Hey, Chewie. Oh, boys are like, so mean. So mean. Oh, you know, he did the worst. same thing to me. He told me, <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> I was wearing a sleeveless shirt. And he, well, this is one of the two times. I was wearing a sleeveless shirt and I, he was standing behind me and he said, you know, you can always tell a woman's age by her elbows. And I was like, oh, what's wrong with my elbows? He's looking at my elbows. And from that day forward, I have a fucking phobia of my wrinkly elbows. Thank you. Oh Brian. my gosh. <laughs> I think I've told him that, but I also you did. We had that moment. On yeah. Like, um, Listen what you did to us. And yeah. the time when I was lactating because I had just had a baby. I was the only one of the whole cast that had a baby. And I was <sighs> I was trying to be like, you know, 19 and cute in an orange cropped stretchy tank top and at the beach club. But I was lactating and <laughs> it, it, was, it was maybe it wasn't like my boobs were just sweating. I don't remember. But I don't know. It was really embarrassing, like, under the boob wetness situation during our scene. During the scene. And he said something in the scene. Brian did. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you couldn't not notice it. It was like, who? I don't know. Since we grew up together, like, no filter. Like, we can just say anything. (laughs) Can I go back to the nice name that Luke gave me, though? Yes, yes. Please, please. What did he give you? So he told me... um, that I called me camel and I was so offended and I was like oh my god and I was like this is so bad like Luke Perry just called me camel and he's like no it's because camels have the longest most beautiful eyes and eyelashes and that's you so I love that name to this Mm -hmm. day he loved you so much I can remember him just gushing about your camel eyes Uh, he was a true, true, in every sense, big brother. <laughs> like, I mean, that's one of the big debates when it protector. came with his character. And is it Kelly and Brenda or Kelly and Brandon or is it Kelly and Dylan? Oh, man. Tell us what you guys think because we flip flop. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, go, I go back and forth. Is that bad? Can't I have both? You know what? If I can't just choose me, I'm going to choose both. Right. Well said, Thank sister. You. How about his overalls? He was definitely sporting those overalls with the one flappy down, only yes. one side up. Was yes. that a 90s? Back in. Yeah. Right. And they're like rolled up at the bottom. So Very cute. crisscross. <laughs> yeah, right? So cute. But yeah. that was the style. That's what it was in the early 90s. I was just riveted every time he was on camera. I don't know if that was because I was like a fangirl and excited for Dylan or if I was because of missing him or what what it was. But it was like, I, I loved it. I loved watching every second of it. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin 
and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux. XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. You know, you guys were talking about Brian earlier. Did you notice that his voice hadn't changed yet? His little prepubescent his, voice. Yes, right? Yeah. Look so at me. I'm about cute. to get defensive. Like, what are you guys saying? Like, you, he's fine. No. I had, had two a, questions about that. The voice and then the hair situation on the... Like a, look a lot like, of hair. There was a lot of hair. And it <laughs> yeah. was kind of really glued into place and it never moved. Even when his head moved, his hair didn't move but I liked it it looked cool but it was a mystery to me (laughs) (laughs) watching the show I was just like wow that's some hair there's a lot of takeaways I mean even just right in they start giving uh, they start talking I mean the valley always gets a bad rap like no matter what you know I think uh, Betty Sarah says like I live in the valley you know I mean what I don't understand that there's always been a big LA valley Sort of like feud, right? It's like if you live in the valley, story. you're not cute. You have to have like mm-hmm. two sides, right? I guess so. And it's so ridiculous because the valley is super cool. Yeah. It's super chic now. And we're not all saying it. I, we all live there. I moved to the valley, haven't left in 13 years, though. Yeah. No, the valley. San Fernando Valley. The valley but it wasn't, of the you know, it wasn't chic then. It wasn't Beverly Hills, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Now it's like. There's just she as hates, much. She hates when I mention this, but Beverly Hills Housewives, one of my guilty pleasures. Um, they <sighs> like all live in the valley. They all live in Encino. I mean, that's yeah. Be honest. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Wonder why I don't like that show. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Betty was from the valley. Yep. Wait, but you know what I really liked from the Alice. from the from the first, I guess, the first real episode of the series um, was Andrea. Did you notice that you... Wait, you just said her name wrong. I, I know. know. I was like, do we... Have, I thought it was Andrea. In the first episode, so I'm pretty sure in the first episode, you were allowed to say Andrea, and she didn't change yeah, it to Andrea right, until a little later. So... Are you but sure? It, or I, it was scenes that she didn't wasn't in, so she couldn't correct I've me. gotten that information from a very valuable friend, so a source. Well, so. given your voice tone, we're going to go ahead and believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, um, but she was the cutest thing to me. I always thought I want to be 
Andrea. She's so cute and so smart and so spunky. And I loved her whole thing. It's pretty badass that as a sophomore, I'm assuming you, you guys are sophomores. And she's running the newspaper for the high school? Like, Yeah, she's like working at the New York <laughs> she, Times in there. That's she's, right. Love it. She's really cool character. I and always kind of wanted her and Brandon to be a couple. Hey, was that going on like right out of the gate in the in the newspaper office? Was she vibing him? And did she get mad I at him? I felt like it. Yeah. I always right? felt like it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was because right? they were both she was kind of. jealous right away of Marianne Moore. You know, like, right. what if things had gone a different way? What if Brandon and Andrea ended up together? Like, could could that have been something? So cute. Yes. <laughs> I feel like why everyone wanted that. So why didn't it happen? Mm. I love that, like, the hot popular boy somewhere deep down wanted the studious smart nerd. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your guys' memories from filming that episode? Absolutely nothing. Come on. <laughs> no, I remember being, you've got to remember this, when we were like on the high school quad, we filmed those um, West Beverly High scenes at Torrance yep. High School. And I remember being, walking on that quad with you and Shannon and Brandon for that one scene. And all the students from the real actual school were there they were watching that was us, my like, question between so classes was this school in session during the time yes. you guys were filming it was Come so on. scary it was scary. So scary i was terrified because it was like people my peers people my age like watching and i didn't really oh, you didn't confident. actually go to high school so no you're like, mm. yeah, was, yeah that's so fascinating yeah so we because their their bells would ring and they'd come on out and we'd be in the middle of a take yeah and we'd have to wait for them to go back in that's when Tori has her first line of this episode. Do you remember what that was, Tori? Mm-hmm. Your Brenda, your brother is dope. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? That was pretty good. I think it was your brother is so dope. But yeah, oh, you nailed Brenda, it. Brenda, your brother is so dope. <laughs> so cute. So cute. I re- my, what? my real nose. Yeah. I love that vest you were wearing too with the stars and stripes situation. Like very patriotic. That was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't you think though the clothes were better in the second episode than they were in the pilot? Like 100%. And I think that that's because there was a a change in the costume designer. The costume designer from the pilot was different from the first episode, I think. Yeah. And they just had a different like interpretation of the show and they wanted, I think she kind of grounded it more. And made yeah. it um, a little more believable, and but still just enough like bling for Beverly Hills. The other one was a little clueless esque, mm-hmm. and like we're satirical, just gonna go crazy. yeah, yeah. And and the other made the characters feel tr- so real. Started a trend, yeah. Like they would, they, you could be these characters. They were so right, real. I liked like that about the wardrobe. They I definitely mean, started to take on a life of their own, and you could yeah. be like, "Who, like, who are you? Are you a Kelly? Are you a Brenda? Are you a Andrea? Are you a Donna?" And and you guys were also different. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a huge personalities like, and fashion. And it and the the yeah the uh, wardrobe really sort of depicted the character very clearly into the uh-huh. viewer's mind. That, like, this is what this person wears, and this is how they, you know, you identify with them. So I thought that that was a really key part of it you know what i thought though in in those quad scenes um steve ian was mm-hmm. like steve was so mean to kelly 
what a jerk like hello it's because he was in love with her hello that's but he, what he was like do. he looks at her ass and he goes liposuction maybe or so, yeah, so, so mean. mean um by the way and then in turn it makes great. kelly's character <laughs> it makes carrie uh kelly's character moody and like you're you know you're always on edge yeah because you're always being like judged and picked on and called out like yeah they couldn't Poor tell Kelly. you what they wanted to do with with those two mm-hmm. with steve and kelly that relationship they it was kind of like who is steve because he was supposed to be like the jerky jock right yeah right. and he, and he the, started out that way for sure and my yeah. character started out very one-dimensional like the yeah. beverly hills bitch girl and right. i think even in this episode <laughs> like for most of the first season they were still trying to figure out what our characters really. Yeah, you guys go to the beach and then you leave Brenda again. Who does that? Who <laughs> leaves their friend at the beach? She. I don't think Kelly was very nice. <laughs> but you hit you hit the nail on the head when you were describing Dylan and saying it very much was Luke. They definitely were super smart in picking up the actors playing the characters really right away and started veering the characters away from what how they were originally one-dimensional and depicted into kind of branching out and being their own person and so kelly became more jenny Mm -hmm. that's very you know more vulnerable Mm -hmm. and yeah and ian and steve became more ian like funny and charismatic Mm -hmm. especially down the road like i mean many seasons later when um (laughs) <laughs> when your mom has a baby and then you become like an older sister. That kind of like oh, made we Kelly. love that scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like babies. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Maternal instincts really kicked in when that little sister was born. <gasps> yeah. Well, I think that, that um, yeah, I think that Steve was just real, real mean to Kelly. And uh, I don't know. I thought that the whole um the, the whole beach party was weird the way kelly wore white cowboy boots <laughs> to the beach party i loved that but what i it was, it was a beach party why weren't why wasn't there one baby like she suit? cared oh i think it must have been cold that day when nobody wanted to <laughs> well it wasn't the summer episodes yet maybe they went to the beach because it's like a bonfire LA party, and everyone yeah. goes yeah I've been to a lot know, of those. But you literally, I think you were the first person to really create the mom gene, which is totally in right now and doesn't even mean mom. But like that high-waisted gene, I think you created that look. <laughs> you think? That's a pretty <laughs> big statement. I don't I'm know if I want to be responsible for that. <laughs> what do you mean? Our kids wear that now. I just like, wore yeah. them yesterday. You, yeah. And you, they have you to thank for it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I think- You're an icon, Jenny Garth. <laughs> Deal with it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Where was that beach? Was that Malibu? Pacific Palisades? Do you guys remember? I think it was up higher. Yeah. It was like Santa Monica, Northern. like borderline Malibu. Mm-hmm. Right near Sunset. Were those fun shoots when you guys did got, when you got to go to different parts of LA? Always. Whenever they let us out of the soundstage, we were like, woo! <laughs> 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 such... She has such a different memory of the soundstage than I do. You always say we were like trapped. It was like a out, yeah, it was like a, a scary rape hotel. I hated it there. Rape hotel. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know, but 
I have very, like, it just represents some really weird vibes for me. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. I loved it. I loved when we were on set. We're talking about our sound stages. These were the, this is where we actually started. It was started. a warehouse. It was a warehouse in Van Nuys, California, which is really far from Beverly Hills. And it's in this like industrial by the Amtrak station. It Ugh. could not be grodier. And uh, that's where we shot. That's I, where we I'm started sorry, I have working. I to interrupt. You just said grodier. Is that a word? I mean, I get it. Like in the 80s, like grody to the max. Totally. <laughs> what? Totally. Yeah. Totally. She's I'm talking sorry. about Valley. She just totally went back. Like that was a it's throwback like a to Valley Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It was okay, super grody. On. Anyway. We, we filmed there for the first, this was the first episode that was some of those sets, like the mm-hmm. interior Walsh house was on that, in, the, in that warehouse. And we just started filming more and more at the warehouse and less and less they would let us out on location. <laughs> and I just remember being like, when are we going out again? I got to get out of here. Wow. Did they have lock on your dressing room door? <laughs> Maybe that was that. the problem. <laughs> they only let you out for your scenes. They had me <laughs> tied up with my straight jacket chains. Had <laughs> it walls. <laughs> well, is the, was the, I know the interior was on the set, but was the Walsh house an actual house? Yes. Yeah, Where is, is it, it in Beverly Hills? You guys noticed, right? It was different. In the pilot. It was a different yes. house. Okay. That's the house that sure. it is for the rest of the series. Right. But it, it became a- Casa Walsh. Mm-hmm. So a fun fact, apparently it was 105 degrees on the day the scene that the mailman was filmed. It was supposed to be like Minnesota, but really it was just like soap suds, a mixture of soap suds. (laughs) And that was, and then they they put the address and I actually Googled the address. It was like 933. It doesn't go anywhere. It says that it's in Beverly Hills, but when you do like Google Maps, it's not the house. Wait, do you think people everywhere were getting like fan mail at that address? I mean, it's not an actual address. Oh, I it's mean, not. Like I don't think it is. But I, then when I fun. when I looked on Google, there's fans that have taken pictures in front of the Walsh house. I just don't know where that is. I don't it's, know like what the address is. Oh, we know. Is. We know. <laughs> oh, you know? Where is it? It's in Altadena. What? Yeah. Oh. And so is Luke's house, Dylan McKay's mm-hmm. house. Oh, his house was so cool. We filmed there a lot. And actually... The people that own that house have like embraced it and they let people like come in the backyard and just look around like they, they're no. okay with it. Oh it's like gosh, a it's funny. like a little museum out there. Beverly Hills Nanatono Museum. <laughs> there were a lot of different things about the this episode though than the pilot. So it's interesting to see the way a show will shoot a pilot and, you know, sell a show based on that pilot and then mm-hmm. from the time they stop production on the pilot to the time they start production on the first episode so much creatively happens with the studio and with the writers and with the producers and with the director like everything there's so much that happens that the the sort of so many things change is what I'm trying to say from the pilot to the first episode and that's interesting because you know they're really getting a lot more input from the studio and from the network about what, where they want the show to go and how do we get from here to there. So there are a lot more kind of cooks in the kitchen after you sell a pilot. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, I well, think, Well, right out the gate, you had uh, alcoholism, a drowning, in Brandon first... saving a life, <laughs> going to the hospital. Episode. That's a lot for one episode. I, it really is. I was telling Jen I was shocked in the this episode in the opening scene Brandon has his dream 
and he has his shirt off. And we remember, like, Luke always had his shirt off, but, like, Mm -hmm. Brandon never had his shirt off. He was always, like, in his peach pit or his T-shirt. Or white Uh (laughs) T-shirt. And I think that's, like, the only time, even at the beach club, I don't remember him ever having his shirt off. And we actually watched it together. And I was like, oh, my God, Jason has his shirt off. Brandon has his shirt off. That was, like, big. did, Did you get excited? I told you, I he's so lookable. <laughs> we said he's he's very lookable. I no here. Okay, so okay, here's what happened. I said, oh my god, he's so hunky, and you go, Jason's hunky. I said he's not hunky. He's not look hunky. At, he's just like he's, he's just really like you want to look at him. He's really lookable. He's lookable. God, he's just so damn lookable, that guy. Not to be mistaken with lickable. Wow. Did you ever go there with him? (laughs) I think she's asking you, Tori. No, I'm not asking Tori. (laughs) Did I ever lick him? I don't recall a time when I licked him without someone telling me to. You used to lick a lot. I I only licked when I was told to lick. Oh, my God. You used to be a licker. I forgot about that. Like. talking about like it like when we like, all be joking like around a puppy dog Ew, what is this why weird i did why would you do that yes i just I had a flashback so from our weird. teenage years and she used to lick Ew, stop saying that as like a flirty lick thing your liquor <laughs> jason's lickable and jenny's <laughs> liquor you said it you said he's lickable which oh is why god. i had to ask oh my god you probably licked him I'm going to ask him if you licked him ever. I'm sure he'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's doing that thing, sis, again. I'm fidgeting she's getting again. all fidgeting. She gets all fidgeting. Okay, me. you know Look. what, you guys? I have been friends with this woman my whole life, and I know everyone she's had a crush on or even liked a little bit. Uh-huh. And Jason, like, they were always friends, but never anything. And every time <sighs> we have talked about him so far, she gets fidgety. <laughs> You're messing me up now as my BFF. That is hilarious. I would never know this about myself unless you just pointed it out. You're Thanks. doing it again. We are talking about Jason and you are. I'm uncomfortable. Can you you're stop like a talking about me? a 17-year-old girl right now. What is, what is that telling you? Here for it. Are you I'm like. for it. Is, I'd be 16 doctor? because I'm a year younger. Excuse me, doctor. What's my prognosis then? I have a deep-rooted, hidden desire to lick Jason Priestley apparently <laughs> apparently I'm let's, just saying let's simmer on that we'll take a break and maybe come back with that or maybe come back with the 90s fashion one or the other <laughs> is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does my mom is my best friend my rock I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. 
You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So apparently Brandon's car had a name and we were mistaken mm-hmm. by what some do you mean? chance. What did we think it was? I don't remember, but we didn't get it right apparently because we've had some emails. We've had some communication. 
And uh, apparently it, it's named Mondale for a very good reason. Why don't you tell them what the reason is? Me? <laughs> okay. So we totally had to look this up. So uh, it is named after, <laughs> I'm going to get it wrong, Walter <laughs> Mondale, who uh, is from Minnesota. And they're the Minnesota Twins. It's odd they would bring politics into it, though. I'm surprised. Well, Brandon was very political. And That's right. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Wrote mm-hmm. for the newspaper. Makes sense. Does that mean you're political? Now. I didn't. I don't know who Rondale. What you said, uh, Mondale is. I'm not good with if like wrote, politics or American history. Pre nine oh two newspaper. <laughs> I would write like the horoscopes. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I am not book smart. I am street smart. Can we go back to <laughs> Andrea or Andrea? When did the name change? Well, according well. to. Gab, yeah, it was Andrea from the get go. Oh. Okay. Well, she said that she knew. Do you remember this story? She was just telling it last summer when we did BH nine hundred two one zero. That she did she know Darren Star and they knew someone in common mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. always like would correct people and would say no, it's not Andrea, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. Andrea. So when she, she came in for the audition, yeah. she actually brought that into it, and she thought that mm-hmm. they liked that little quirk. And so it became part of the show. But we come to find out that in the pilot, she's Andrea. And then moving forward, she's Andrea. And don't even get you guys started on Ian Ziering. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys, please. Don't. Don't. Please. Say it. Don't. We know. Don't. Say his name wrong. No. His name is Ian, not Ian. Uh, it's ruined me because I look at the name I A N and I say Ian no matter what. There's an artist right now that we that we talk about on Kiss, Ian Dior, and I can't tell you how many times I've called him Ian Dior on Kiss live on the air. It's Ian's Aww. fault. It's Ian's fault. Love that. Nobody ever said Ian before Ian's earring. Now everyone mm-hmm. now you you can't not say Ian. Right, and it was a thing. He would take a. He, it was personal. No, so much so that last week we had yeah. uh, Maxwell Caulfield on the show, and mm-hmm. he said he was talking about Ian, and he said Ian <gasps> on the air. I know. And I was like, "Wait, it's Ian," but I don't think he heard me. <laughs> no. And I was glad you said something because inside my heart dropped. No, because yeah, we're programmed. We're programmed. For Thirty years. Sweat. Break, break free. Get out as quick as you can. <laughs> Run. <laughs> it's coming. Like, it's <laughs> no, because he was, you know, is he always would correct people because yeah, it wasn't it, his name. And that was and fine for him, but I always got so uncomfortable. <laughs> it was so hard as his friend to, the, to this day, if we're in a group and someone calls him Ian, we're all like, <gasps> uh, oh, it's like man, a shock therapy or something. Like, and then I just mouth, <laughs> Um, no so true we just want people to get it right we just want him to be happy yeah Yeah. (laughs) we love him there you go there's your iron lesson (laughs) anything else that you guys want to touch on from this episode because one of the takeaways that just kind of like was a throwback for me was seeing the walsh's house and in their kitchen their telephone and the cord on the telephone being 50 feet long and that was just so 
how life was back in the early 90s. Everyone had that kitchen phone. A house line, like it doesn't <laughs> exist. That doesn't date us at all. Like, oh, nothing like that. Remember that springy cord? Like you would stretch yeah. it as far as and you, you could. Your finger into the- around it while you were talking. You could go into another room and like oh close the door. Yeah. I now love we that. just twirl our hair. You have to get the to get really, really long when we talk one. about Jason Priestley. <laughs> no, I feel like that phone. I, I, that was the new style phone. But you know, because you didn't have what? that one before, like we clamp it down on the thing and you'd rotate okay, that was from like the 40 <laughs> was it <laughs> oh that was right before that anyway uh yeah so this phone was super cool it was all like on one thing handheld which is but there really was like at cord. this time there was still cordless phones like they, they existed because you guys had them i think like kelly taylor's bedroom had a cordless phone or whatever no, but it was before- kelly kelly had a phone in her car yeah, but for whatever reason, the kitchen phone always had a cord, and it was always a hundred feet long, like in every family's <laughs> the phone house. In your car, remember it had a cord as well. Yeah, <laughs> where'd that go? Where'd the cord go? Oh my god! That was yeah. Did it go into no. the engine? Like, how does that? I don't understand no, that these wasn't things. Fake, because I had one too. No, they the, existed. Yeah. No, but did you have deal. the brick phone that was like? It was like holding was a brick later, up to your like, face mm-hmm. with a giant antenna sticking out of it. So hot. Yeah. We all had those. Those were the days, man. Well, it was Beverly Hills. It was giving the audience just a taste of luxury that the rest of America, I guess, didn't get to experience, you know? Wait, can we talk about how we were talking earlier, uh, how Shannon's hair was drastically different from the pilot to the second episode, first episode, you know? Yeah. She She got bangs. Bangs. Brenda had bangs, and her hair was darker. I think Mm -hmm. darker and it was almost black. Everyone else's hair kind of stayed the same. Oh no, Jason got rid of the mullet. Mm, Brandon didn't have a mullet in in this episode. Oh, was it different? I don't know. She's looking at his eyes. (laughs) Their relationship, Brandon and Brenda, is just. It was just so pure and lovely. As a twin mom myself of boy girl twins, I only hope that. They can uh-huh. have this fictional relationship <laughs> like Brandon and Brenda did. Let's hope. Do you think Brenda and Brandon ever played doctor? Mm. I really? don't know. Why are you going to? Where are you going with where that? Are you gonna... Sorry, is that creepy? <laughs> no, because kids do it. No, they do it honestly. It's not like a creepy thing. But, no, but what are you getting at? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But in BH90210, we had a scene that was prompted because for years – it was all over the internet that they, the fans always thought there was a little bit of sexual chemistry between what? Brenda and Brandon. No. Look it up. Look it up. Oh, so, my God. No, don't tell me things like this. This is so gross. I was not in agreement with this, Oh, my God. I feel like I physically scarred Sisney just now. Yeah. Are you? Oh, no, no, no. I, my worry is when they become teenagers and I like they have their friends over and then like I have to be like, on the lookout because there's going to be teenage hormones in the same oh, age. Yeah. Oh, this is all fictional. Don't worry. I'm just well, saying. Fictional. I'm just saying. Um, so much so that in BH90210, there is a dream sequence that Shannon has about her as Brenda and Brandon, and they make out. What? How we, do I not remember this from BH90210? That always used to write in about that question. We gave it to them. Yeah, I couldn't watch that, those dailies. <laughs> 
It was hard. <laughs> I was the complete opposite. I was literally steering this. Like there, it was just so beautiful to see how much they loved each other as brother and sister. And I actually got teary eyed when she was reading his article and how he genuinely wanted her opinion at the end of the episode to like read my article for the newspaper. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I sweet. Now you guys have made me feel bad that my mind went there. So I'm sorry. <laughs> but but you're I'm not just, the only one. You're I was not... just saying what every fan has expressed over it's the fine. years. Look, so. <laughs> every pervy fan thinks. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s cruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.